Namaste, everyone, and welcome to the Jai Bhakti Yoga podcast, where we share information on all things yoga, Ayurveda, and well-being lifestyle. I am excited to share these resources, insights, interviews, and so much more as we grow together on this wonderful journey of well-being. I am your host, Christina Andrini, founder of Jai Bhakti Yoga Foundation and JBYU School of Yoga and Ayurveda. I'd like to invite you to subscribe to our blog on Tumblr, as well as to follow us on Instagram and YouTube and Facebook and all the fun social media channels where we share some of the tips and insights and resources from our podcast and vice versa on here. Now let's go ahead and begin with today's episode. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, hello world of Instagram and everyone joining us for our weekly podcast that we broadcast live through video as well as through voice. And so we are sharing in today's episode, as you think, so shall you be. And this is part of our series of generating abundance through conscious intention. And I'd like to share what this week's message is going to be about in more depth because this is all about our mental well-being and we have spoke about our mental health before but this is going to be in reference to how we generate abundance through conscious intention by how we check ourselves mentally and it comes back to these shifts and these are some quantum shifts that we have within our lives And so I want to begin by just simply jumping right into it. And it's pretty powerful conversation that we'll have today. Next week, we will be joined by Illy Stovall again on the depth and the information that we'll be learning from him in regards to now putting this practice both physically and financially and how we see this reflected when we now align ourselves spiritually, mentally, physically, emotionally and taking it all together into the financial aspect of things and changing our mindset shifts. So our thoughts are like seeds and what seeds will you plant? There have been numerous occasions that we get tangled in the roots of our emotional discomforts only to find comfort in the cycles that prevent us from expansion and growth because we are comfortable in the discomfort. Ironic, isn't it? Lao Tzu said it best. We change your thoughts, you change your life. This week we're focusing on the emotional component that we layer back from the mental and the spiritual of the last two weeks. And now we shift ourselves into where abundance truly begins. And abundance begins with recognizing what you already have and ways in which you are able to generate more of it. Be it love, intellect, friendship, kindness, your finances, etc. Once you get yourself into alignment spiritually, one of the hardest things to accomplish as it brings lots of inner self work, it also brings a lot of growth. 
and your mind begins to shift into higher states of responses instead of reactions. Last week, we had the gift of learning the shifting process of our intellect through the mental connection of attaining the spiritual growth, which leads to abundance in a natural progression. Ili Stovall provided and guided us through a meditation at the end of our chat that nourishes the empowerment that we have already within. And you can find that in last week's episode on either IGTV Live or you can download our podcast, Jai Bhakti Yoga Podcast, and listen in while you're driving and maybe pull over and do the meditation towards the end. But getting ourselves into alignment mentally supports how we navigate the waters of our life that bring with it waves of emotions. When we attempt to do everything in our own strength, we fall short of arriving because we are constantly striving to reach something more, all the while allowing the ego to take over. And as Dr. Dyer calls this, he says that this is edging God out. And Dr. Dyer says that what was once great in the morning will be little in the evening. And what in the morning was true in the evening would have become a lie. Our emotions have a way of manipulating our thoughts into tricking us into a false perception of what truth is. We tend to identify ourselves with others and we we redefine what success looks like by what we have versus what we are serving. The ego becomes what I do and what I do equals an achievement. And believing what I do, we become obsessed (laughs) with ideas of success, self-worth, and value of oneself. Good morning, my friends. Good morning, Angelo. The human, in turn, is based upon what I, so the ego I, the, the little I, have accomplished, which is the ego self, edging God out, as we've learned. So the mind chatter becomes, I have to make more money compete, be number one, be better than, etc. And this competitive nature becomes the sole objective to attaining success, not abundance. And success being your own interpretation of what that is for you. We get attached to what others think we are or what we think we should be. The ego teaches us that we are so separate from God because we are working in our own strength, like paddling upstream. One becomes exhausted until you give up and allow God to take the wheel. You notice that in the moment when you can't just can't go on anymore, you finally give up. And when you give up, you start to go with the flow, you go with the current, and everything just seems to fall naturally into place. Another quote from Lao Tzu mentions that the nature rushes at nothing and yet everything gets accomplished. When we begin to shift our mental constructs, we begin to appreciate the nature of our unique evolution. The seeds we plant contain the entire tree of which branches out and reaches towards the others in all of its glory. We appreciate the beauty of the small seedling and every step of its growth into greatness. 
and we are not rushing the seed to become a tree. It is growing at its unique pace. Like that, you too are growing in your unique pace, arriving in your own time. Abundance begins to flourish when you allow it to flow naturally. Illy speaks about this truth through his personal story in last week's episode. And when we allow the divine to shine and ignite the fire of our dharma, which we know as our purpose, we begin to feel the power of the sun penetrating through a gloomy day and allowing the source of our nature to grow through. We are then tapping into the very essence of what we are called for in clarity consciousness. Through transcendental meditation, or what we call TM, it is a gateway to arriving into the mental focus, clarity, creativity, and abundance when we take the time to sit with ourselves in the presence of source, of God, of your divine, of Atman, Brahma. Yoga provides the physical avenue to move the energy of our creativity through the life force of what we call prana, and that enlivens the inner intelligence of our well-being and our wholeness. Something we learn from the afternoon of our lives, as Dr. Dyer says, is that source is everywhere and in everything. And if source is in everything, that means it is within me too. There is no place that source is not. Whatever is missing from your life will come to manifest. When you take the time to nurture the seeds of the very thoughts that will sprout into your highest good. Today, as we prepare ourselves for the week ahead, ask yourself or journal about what thoughts you can use to align yourself with the highest good. Truth is everything. So ask yourself, am I clinging on to what was? Am I clinging on to what was? Or am I making a conscious decision to nurture the new seedling that will grow into the abundance that is already contained in the seed of life? So through your practice, be it yoga, meditation, be it transcendental meditation, pranayama, take that time to sit and be still. Do I see how the foundations of the past affect the present and the future? So when we check ourselves, we check ourselves emotionally. We check ourselves through the space of what we were once and how we are evolving. The emotions tend to get in the way at times and we don't give ourselves the space that we need to find that true growth we tend to get caught up in the comparisons and the competition and all of the things that really don't define who we are we get caught up in an emotional construct as opposed to allowing ourselves to break down these constructs and these paradigms because we know that we are better than that, 
but we still allow ourselves to remain stuck as opposed to growing and arriving. We're constantly striving. If you've ever gone kayaking or paddleboarding and you hit a pretty tight current, you feel like you're not going anywhere. And in this world, we call it the treadmill, like a treadmill effect. But when you stop and you allow yourself to move through the current and just go flow naturally, that's when you begin to arrive. That's when you begin to arrive. So next week, we are going to be blessed to have been joined with Illy Stovall again. And we'll be talking about how we can generate abundance through a physical and financial aspect. But this week, we want to focus on the emotional aspect. How do our emotions get in the way of ascertaining that highest good? How do we allow ourselves to stop creating the stories so that we can move forward? And the best avenue to do this is to really check in with where you are right now and notice what are those emotions, to feel all the feels as we've said before in the past. And then journal about those things. What is it coming up for you and why is it coming up from you? How is it triggering you? And how can you find gratitude for allowing it to be your teacher? These emotions are exactly the tools that we need that will propel us into our highest states of consciousness, into our higher good, when we give ourselves that time to sit and be still with them, to acknowledge them as they are, and to be present with them. A great way to navigate our emotions is to sit in transcendental meditation and you can go to tm-meditate.org and give yourself the time to learn this practice so that you can really truly refine yourself into your pure state of being, the unified field of all sense of self and with the capital S. Dr. Tony Nader has done many studies along with his team of scientists and neurologists and all of the ists at the end of their names and have contributed to providing medical research on how effective this transcendental meditation technique along with the Maharishi Yoga Asana practice is in helping us to physically move this pranic energy and giving us the sense of self while we're navigating the emotions of our lives. The abundance that we're seeking is already there if we just give ourselves the time to appreciate it as it is. We always want more, 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 but what are we consciously doing within ourselves to give ourselves more time to equate to more space? that will provide us exactly what it is that we need to constitute our highest self. In a quick write-up, I did some reflections on the knowledge gained in a few valuable tools that I felt were important in response to how Transcendental Meditation helps with generating an emotional abundance through giving us a space of grounding to see where our emotions rise from, from the very core of our root of our being. It is like the root chakra of our being. 
and our emotions stem right from there, right from that unified field. One of them is just to have a positive attitude without forcing yourself and integrate routines to create solutions for situations that we are facing. The other is that TM has been proven to strengthen the physiology, to give deep rest, and decrease the exposure of infectious diseases, which we are seeing quite plentiful right now. And the third one is circadian rhythms. So circadian rhythms regulate body temperature. They regulate the release of our hormones and how we digest our food. They are the natural times of the day. From when we wake up, we notice the energy from when we wake up. It's a little more calmer, but we're more spacious in that time. And then throughout the day, our Agni, our fire heats up and we begin to get hungry. And then towards the end of the evening, maybe after lunch, after dinner, we start to get really tired. And so these are known as Vata, Pitta and Kapha. And these three states of, of being make up who we are. These are the three doshas. And we'll get into these in the following month as we focus on Ayurveda. But these three, just as a quick reference, are what constitute our physiological makeup as well as our psychological makeup. And they provide us the necessary tools so that we can navigate the imbalance and the balances. And a lot of the times our imbalance comes from emotional stress. Emotional stress from not having enough and what is that not having enough of? Not having enough food, not having enough money, not having enough time for yourself. And this all starts to build up. And we have to take that time to sit with how do we create more abundance of our time, more abundance of nurturing ourselves, and more abundance through physical practice, whether it be yoga, whether it be going to the gym, whether it's just going outside for a walk and appreciating the day. Specific ways that you can apply this knowledge to nurture your health, success, and fulfillment is as Dr. Nader says, waves are good when they are using the power of the ocean. Waves are good when they're using the power of the ocean. When you're on that paddleboard or when you're on that kayak or you're in that boat or you're in the water and you're using the power of the ocean, the wave to propel you forward towards the shore, you don't have to work as hard. You have effortless effort. And that is overall what this topic is all about. This abundance is inspired by this personal and professional development of integrating these fundamentals of achieving daily progress. Knowledge, action, achievement, fulfillment. These four pillars are what encompass the emotional well-being of who we are and if our emotions are out of balance and out of whack chances are our digestive fire is out of whack chances are our environment is affecting us in ways we didn't know it was doing with that this knowledge is then what aligns us to the natural progression and order of our life it is at the same time, a state of individual life where every aspect of being is in perfect harmony with divine life and with life in nature. And that comes from Maharishi Mahesh Yogi, and he explains this in his commentary within the Bhagavad Gita. If you had a chance to read the Bhagavad Gita, it can be quite transforming for your life. 
The circadian rhythms are the ebb and flow of the waves of life that one aligns themselves with. And like going against a current in the ocean, it is very difficult to live a balanced and fulfilling professional and personal life when you are fighting yourself along the way. In order to be most effective, I find personally, uh, and I like the quote from Dr. Nader that says that utilizing the entire ocean of knowledge discovered within wholeness of myself is where I find the power to not only apply, but to instill and nurture my mental health, my overall health, my business, happiness, and as Bob Roth says, in every meditation, to take it easy and to take it as it comes. Our emotions run wild, but we have the ability to refine and allow those little waves of emotions or big waves, depending on how we, how we navigate them and how we surf them, to either be what we flow with and grow with or allow it to destroy us. But you have the consciousness that is your awareness, that is your knowledge, to notice the seedling that you're planting, to notice the thought that you're pressing into the earth and utilizing the water to nourish it, to water the root, to bear the fruit. So give yourself this time over the course of this next week to reflect on this topic and again, to write down that journal topic you know, am I clinging on to what was? Am I making a conscious decision to nurture the new seedling that will grow into the abundance that is already there? And do I see how the foundations of the past affect the present and the future? So I wanna thank you for joining me today and listening in and being a part of this time together as we grow and nurture the seeds of our soul. Namaste. Thank you all so much for participating in today's wonderful podcast. As always, it's such a joy and an honor to share in the space with all of you and hold the space together as a collective. I invite you to support my life's work on Teachable. For those of you that would like continuing education units, Teachable will be the go-to for your membership. I'm looking forward to growing together and meeting you all. Please be sure to follow me on Instagram and introduce yourself. I would love to follow you back and subscribe to our YouTube channel for free classes that are posted weekly. Looking forward to our next chat together and I'll see you online, in person, in an immersion or on this podcast. See you soon. From my heart to yours, much love and namaste.